Well, let's go ahead and jump straight into it, y'all. So, man, what's today? Tuesday? Yeah, I'm a day off, sure. Had a great, great, no, nah, it was alright. It was a great weekend. So, but yes, let's just go ahead and cut to the chase, man. So, I got tired of waiting. You know, everybody pretty much on their own storylines. As far as, you know, as there's times to watch the movie. But I dog it. This Sunday, I had to see it. So I went ahead and saw Black Panther this Sunday. And uh, as everything else, it was perfection, pretty much. Even had, you know, a small little tear, you know, almost tried to roll down my eye. But um, it was it was perfection, man. Um, the cast, it was, the cast was greatly done. Um, the origin story kind of really played this way out throughout the movie, but the beginning of it, you know, it just jumped straight into the field. Boom. You know, like it didn't waste time, you know, like, and for people that kind of already followed up with it, you know, they kind of, you know, you kind of know going in and it, the story plays itself out as the movie goes along. So like I said, it, it paced well, the action scenes were freaking phenomenal. Um, very character driven. I love it, you know, so, and a lot of character building. And, um, we're, we're going to talk more about this, you know, as the year goes by, but, um, there's a lot of things that they did set up for future movies. And then we're just going to go ahead and jump in straight into it because off the, off the top, you know, little sis, you know, little sis, he's supposed to be, uh, supposedly supposed to be one of the future Black Panthers, so. You know, with her, you know, being so close to the tech and, you know, Big Brother, you know, like, you know, and, and you know, introducing her to the tech world and also, you know, her, you know, introducing him into new things as well. It was kind of like, you know, vice versa as far as, you know, their, their, their relationship, you know, as siblings. So and they had that, um, it's, it's crazy how they're. And um, that how it was portrayed, like it was the way it's kind of like mentorship, but also like you can kind of feel like a balance between the two, you know, like you knew the big brother, you knew the little sister, but it's like there was almost a balance in, to the way to where like one didn't seem overpowered to the other. Like, yes, we know he was a prince and then you turn up being the king and then, you know, like everybody serves the king, but it's like still, you know, it's like. When you come down and then being yourself and being humble, it's like he didn't, you know, feel overpowered towards little sis. You know, little sis had her own self and entitlement and how she carries herself. And then, you know, what's going to be you know, established for the future, you know, for the for Wakanda. So, of course, in the comic books, there's, you know, she is to be appointed a future Black Panther, you know, so that's going to really open the doors you know, for a black female lead, and especially who unquestionably it should be her, and just the cast and everything else, you know, Marvel's really going to set themselves up nice for the somatic world. And it's professed, you know, especially, you know, for African, you know, actors and African-American actors also as well. So I see that happening probably around the, either Black Panther 3, I see them, you know, heavily planting the seeds, probably in Black Panther 2, or 
they could already mention it. They could do some heavy mention in, in Infinity War or going towards the Infinity Gauntlet, which hopefully they should be titled next year. So they could they could already you know start selling the ship for that already, and try to catch up to the success of what Wonder Woman already created for the comic book world. So if we piggyback off each other, you know, between Marvel and DC, between both successes, both Marvel and DC can win, and of course Marvel's already winning, but DC can also win as well. And if we learn how to play well with each other, and we can have a healthy rivalry, we can both eat. You know, I'm an old school comic book fan. I'm not like the ones that on Twitter or Facebook or some of these comic book sites, and then all they just want to do is post memes and then and then spread hate. Now everyone's entitled to their own opinion about the comic book character or storylines or movies or whatever the case may be. But the fact of the matter is, I came from a world to where all we had was comic books. And cheesy comic book shows, but also some of those cheesy comic book shows were still legendary. And they, you know, paved the groundwork for what we have today as far as not only TV shows, but also movies. So, like I said, I'm old school to the heart, you know, like, and I've been waiting for, you know, moments like this for like a long time. And um, I'm definitely waiting for, I'm waiting for Infinity War, don't get me wrong. But until I hear the title, Infinity Gauntlet, then I will really geek out and really enjoy this whole process of what Marvel has created. In hindsight, now even though we're going to get back to the Black Panther storyline, and as you follow some of my podcasts already, you know where I'm going with this. I am a DC guy, and I like the stories that they have created, and DC is a little bit more complicated. And Marvel's complicated as well in their somatic world. There's different worlds, kind of like how DC is. But DC kind of takes theirs a little bit more. And I think Marvel's kind of gotten to that more complex role as well. And then you just really got to read, you know, get graphic novels. If you can go online and read, that's cool. But if you can get graphic novels, that will also help, to, you know, speed up the process versus, you know, buying single comics. Single comics should be just mainly read or mainly just stored and held, you know, for value and collection purposes, in my opinion. Collect the graphic novels and just read those. You know, so you have to worry about, you know, and those you still want to keep in good content. But I would rather, you know, a page getting bitten in the graphic novel rather than, you know, a limited edition comic book. So, you know, after Justice League got butchered, you know, and we couldn't get the vision that, you know, at least Zack Snyder's vision to at least finish it and complete what was waited for so long to see you know it was a bummer you know especially for me but i'm gonna keep trucking on i'm gonna keep moving because i'm a fan as well so as we get our shit together in dc as we shift back over to marvel you know as i stated before and i'll introduce to everybody again i'm a big x-men guy i'm more of an x-men guy than a and an Avengers guy and there's been no love for my X-Men cinematic world as well there's been some up and downs we got a great Wolverine out of it we didn't get a great um, Phoenix um, a Phoenix Saga movie now hopefully they can do some justice with this but I feel that the Phoenix Saga should really be you know what I'm gonna leave that for my own self because I actually have well, I, I have a mental cinematic world for an X-Men Phoenix saga. And there's by no means I'll probably ever get a chance to scream. Who knows? I don't, I don't, I don't want to short myself. 
who knows? I may get a chance to write for a screenwriter for like a Phoenix saga, actual type. But for what I want to do, I have to have like a cool, clean slate. I don't want to just jump in with they, what they already got going right now. So if I was to do a Phoenix saga movie, I would come up with a different approach. But I'll just leave that for a different time. And I'm not talking about for like a comic book. I'm talking about for anachronos, you know, going to the theater. So, but anyways, talking about X-Men, you know, Storm is going to have to play in a very big role. And I just really realized it after I watched the movie. So, of course, you know, Charles, you know, love interest, right? We see that. So we're looking at it like this. Is Storm going to play a love interest one day and really kind of just open up, you know, the storylines going on? Because if y'all don't know, Storm plays love interest in Black Panther. So are we going to get a current Storm that's going on right now in the Semantic World or are they going to really switch it up? Of course, you know, with the finalizing of the of the collaboration with you know with Fox and everybody else so but all in all as we got future storylines to come about we can see Storm playing a role or could we see a Black Panther showing up in that future X-Men movie that should be the case when you have all the rights and I think that's what DC is now realizing they have all the rights to do whatever they want so now they can really they're learning from the mistakes and when Marvel started, you know, they had some bumps and bruises as well, you know, so it's a process, you know, so, but it was perfection, y'all, but we'll come back to it another time, I'm trying to, I'm going to kind of keep these podcasts kind of, kind of short, so, y'all take care, all right, bye.